G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's actually 34 days, 2 hours and 58 seconds, uh, 58 minutes and 49 seconds and counting to the start of Repco Rally New Zealand. And one man that will be featuring will be Hayden Padden, brought to us today by Mudder 10 Trade, proudly locally owned and operated. Did you know it was that close, Hayden? Uh, I wish I didn't know that, to be, to be honest. It's a bit of pressure on, but I uh, also can't wait for it to come around as well. It's nice to have you back in the country. The, the, the real question is, has the WRC2 Challenger landed yet? I uh, don't even believe it's taken off yet. Um, it's <laughs> sitting in an airport, I think, in Paris. So, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be on a plane soon and, and here within the next week or so. Mate, uh, can you give us sort of the, the rundown on how uh, close that was to not happening? I mean, we, I think we did speak uh, a little while ago and you were very unsure about um, where that was heading. I mean, I can only imagine the cost associated with uh, flying a car from Europe to New Zealand right now. So I'm, I'm sure you've got some people to, to thank for that. Yeah, well, the, 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 at the end of the day, cost was the main prohibitive of, of why we maybe weren't able to bring it back. Um, We've been able to get some support through some new partners here in New Zealand and also through the WRC promoters to to help us bring it back. And, you know, we're talking six figures to put it on a plane. Uh, it's a very expensive airplane oh ticket. Um, but it's, um, it, it's, yeah, been made possible by a lot of people. And it was a hard one for us as well because, you know, the AP4 we have in New Zealand is of similar performance level to the Rally 2 car. Um, so effectively, we spent a lot of money to bring a car here to have about the same performance on the stage. Uh, but nevertheless, it's a car that's all of, you know is eligible for WRC2. If we ran with AP4, we couldn't be in WRC2 and we'd be at the back of the field. So um, it was important that we could have a, a competitive car up near the front as well. That's that's a hell of an expensive conundrum to have. I understand, but it's a it's a it's an up to date brand spanking new car. Well, it was until you you went out and thrashed it. Uh, how do you think it'll make you go? Well, let me rephrase that. Do you think you'll go better in it than you would in the AP4? Yeah, it's got um, the, the benefits of the WRC2 car is they've got strength in different areas to the AP4. So on flat-out stages, fast stages, like what we see a lot in the South Island, I think the AP4 would be slightly faster. But on more technical, flowing stages, um, the Rally 2 car does seem to be more superior. It's got more suspension travel, more grip, more traction. So a stage like Fungo Coast, I think the Rally 2 car is going to be quite a bit quicker than the AP4. So, yeah, they're, they're close. You know, at the end of the day, both of those cars are designed to be um, comparable in terms of performance. Um, and we're actually looking forward to doing a, a back-to-back test for our car as well with the AP4 and Rally 2 to know where each car is and learn where each of their strengths and weaknesses are to help both of those cars go faster. Um, yeah, well, that's 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 going to be very handy. Hey, can you um, tell us uh, who you believe is going to be your biggest competition in WRC two? Who's who's coming from overseas that's been um, been competing in in the WRC championship this year? Yeah, well, for that the same freight reasons as us. Um, unfortunately, the WRC two field, I believe, might be a little bit limited in terms of internationals. Um, there'll be. I think three or four coming, in and maybe the championship leader might be coming over. So that that's good. Um, there'll be a couple of competitive guys, but I think it's at the end of the day the locals are going to be the fastest. You know we can't um, underestimate Ben and and 
um, the top of the New Zealand Championship field. Um, but I think also, as we all know, Shane and Harry Hunt, uh, sorry, Harry um, Bates from Australia, Bates, yep. I think they're going to be pretty fast as well. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be some pretty close competition, and, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Having, having the AP4 car and not having the WRC2 car, does it really affect your preparation, no, 34 days and counting? Uh, well, the, the WRC2 cars just come off the back of uh, three events in Europe that we've been um, basically prepping it out of the back of a truck. So we've got to get it back here. We've got to get it re-prepped. Um, but we also know there's a lot of development we need to do on that car and we'd like to try and get some of that development done before running New Zealand. You know, you never want to go to a, a, you know an event knowing that you, you're not showing your best um, hand cards and, and we know we've got more that we can show with that car. So... We'll try and um, exploit some of that and test them before the event and see what we can do. Um, but then, of course, we've got a bit of a logistical nightmare even after Rally New Zealand because then we've got Coffs Harbour Rally um, in November, which is part of the Asian Pacific Championship final, so we have to send the car there. And then if we can get our WRC2 program off the ground for next year, you know, our car potentially has to be back on a container by January um, to get that program underway. So it becomes a real juggling act in terms of which car goes where and, um, you know, as soon as you put a car in a, in a container, the amount of time that you lose that car for is quite substantial. So that affects the planning quite a lot. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot to do, man. I'd, um, I wouldn't uh, want to be your logistics manager right now. Sounds like a hell of a job. Um, hey, just the roads that um, uh, we are going to be using for uh, Ripco Rally New Zealand, um, uh, is there, have you been... Or do you, have you been and driven on most of them? Yeah, I'd say we've I've done uh, all of them apart from the Whitford Forest stage that we do on Sunday. Um, yep. But the rest of them, Friday is a very traditional day, playing our coast, Tiaka South, Tiaka North. Um, we obviously did them as Rally New Zealand back in 2012, but we've also done them as part of the national championship two or three times since then. Um, mm. Yeah, that's Friday is the iconic day of the rally. That's what everyone's going to talk about. It's the biggest um, day in terms of distance as well. So it's such an important day. And then, of course, in the middle of it, you don't have a full service. you just got a tyre refit. So that's a big day. Saturday, um, up around Copper Hills, Puhoi, is similar to what we did at Auckland Rally a couple of years ago. Um, still tricky stages. Um, and then, of course, Jack's Ridge out there on Sunday is going to be an awesome way to finish it. And um, I'm actually really looking forward to the domain on the Auckland domain on Thursday night. You know, for a, a little stage up there, um, you know, free for people to come along and watch. I think that you're going to see tens of thousands of people up there, and it's going to be a pretty awesome atmosphere. Oh, it's going to be spectacular. I mean, what a place to to kick off. Um, you know, Rico Rally New Zealand in, in 2022. Hey, so. Just with those stages, like uh, I went out to Fonga Coast the other day to do, to do a, a bit of prep work for, for some stuff. And, um, I mean, I, I've got memories of driving there. Only I've driven there once and just, you know, phenomenal, just blew me away. It was it was the last uh, sort of competitive stage I did in a rally car, and it was just amazing. Um, if, I, if we sat down, um, would you be able to, you know, uh, drive that stage accurately and provide the notes like from memory for the whole stage? Oh, probably not from memory. <clears throat> I, I know the stage reasonably well. Um, so when you get back on it, you know exactly what's coming up. Um, but it's, I think, three or four years since we drove it in anger. <clears throat> so if, if we'd done it just last year, then for sure I'd probably be able to recall it. But, yeah, I know the stage pretty well, um, as do most of the Kiwis. Um, 
yeah, it's, like you say, it's a pretty phenomenal stage. It's a stage of two halves, very fast and flowing in the first part. Um, and then, of course, you get into that last eight kilometres where it gets twisty and it just seems like the stage doesn't end. It just keeps on going and going and going. So, um, yeah, that'll be, I think, the key stage of the rally. You can lose a lot of time in that stage, um, but you can also make a lot of time. So that's the key one to focus on for everyone. How much how much of an advantage, though, um, that do you have, um, you know, forget the, the Rally 1 cars, but over everybody else, how much of an advantage do you have being that you have done these, you know, most of these stages previously? Oh, for sure it's an advantage. Um, that's why I would have loved to be in a Rally 1 car because, uh, you know, I yeah. would have liked to think we maybe made up for that lack of seat time on those cars with our stage knowledge. But um, nevertheless, it is what it is. Um, you know, we have to... At the end of the day, there's one thing knowing the stages and, and having good knowledge, but you still got to drive them well on the day. Um, and that can come down to how you're feeling in the car and everything. So, he's, as you know, there's so many pieces of the puzzle that still need to fall into place, and we still got to prep as, as well as we normally would and, and make sure we do a good job. When was the last time you saw the Jacks Ridge Power Stage? Uh, I think we are out there for a ride day uh, late last year, early this year perhaps. So, um, But I, I believe it's probably going to look a little bit different um, to when we last saw it. And, and luckily doesn't have our little jump in it as part of the stage, I think. So, well, it has a um, jump. <laughs> it, it, do, it, does have, it does have a jump. <laughs> not the one that he's talking about, Stephen. Not, not the one he's talking about that, um, where he that ro- was not good for him. Oh, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's not there. But there is there is that sort of familiar jump. But I think you'll be blown away. We were fortunate enough to go out today and be taken, driven through the whole stage and then taken for a bit of a, a fang and the, what do you call it, the, the second half of the... You, yeah, second you, part. Yeah, second part. And we said to Andrew Hawkswood... Oh, I said to him, "There's more twists and turns here than than a you know a crime novel." And he says, "Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's an it's a oh, Murph. You described because Murph went and drove a nineteen. Uh, let me get this right. 40 year old Toyota Celica, the same sort of rear wheel drive thing Group that B. Uh, Group B car that you are Kankanen drove, and it's it's and I sat in it. Well, not with Murph, someone else. It's a really cool stage that second part, isn't it?" Oh, it is. It's, Are you talking to me? Um, probably. I was talking to you, Murph, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, as, as Murph will say as well, though, like it's, it, you don't often see it, though, do you? It doesn't get shown a lot on, on media or it's not a lot of spectator zones over there, but there's a lot that can catch you out over there. There's a couple oh, of blindies. I mean, <laughs> well, that, that jump, there's that one jump, uh, Hayden, I don't know, you know, it's um, halfway through the back part of that section that is you're heading towards the sky and it drops... <laughs> So much. If you, I mean, you can't. If you over jump that, you're you're going to be in deep doo doo. Oh no, you take it flat, easy flat. Hope you took it flat today. <laughs> yeah, good on you. At least, at least, at least, at least, I won't be having to do it again to now go. Maybe I need to take it flat because Hayden said so. <laughs> hey, can you? So okay. So from a navigator's perspective, I was sitting there, not being a navigator, but my hands were flapping around like a, oh, just flapping. I'm, I'm, and I was a little not panicking. I was just flapping, going left, right, left, right, left, right. What is a? Oh what is God. what? Oh, shush, Murph. What do you call? Uh, in navigational terms, a really hard hairpin, like a hairpin. What do you call that? <laughs> a hairpin? Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. We just call it like a one right or one left, really. Just a one right one or one. Oh, okay. So, 
Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, I think there's background. one of those on that back section. But uh, now, can you see Murph? Murph answered this question, but I have to ask you: Are they supposed to be really narrow these roads, these these these, these roads all the time? Because it seemed really narrow that back section. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of rallying, isn't it? It's a bit of everything. And, um, you know, over the other side there, you've got a lot of camber changes, a lot of narrow gates and gate posts, and, yeah, it just has a challenge that, you know, gives you a bit more of an adrenaline buzz when things are a bit closer. Hey, um, uh, obviously, I, I watched very closely Finland um, a few weeks ago and just was, again, enthralled and just in awe of the speed um, of these cars through, you know, and over some of these most incredible pieces of, of road through there. One, uh, how much did you enjoy Finland? And two, um, is there is there communication, or did you speak to anyone about about New Zealand? I mean, is there a is there a genuine excitement for WRC coming to New Zealand? Yeah, well, first party question here, of course, it was awesome. You know, Finland's like a, a, almost a bit like a spiritual home of rallying, and, you know, the way that the whole country embraces it is, is it makes it a pretty special event for for anyone to be part of. So um, that was awesome to be back there, and um, even after three, four years, it seemed like nothing really changed. It was all the same people in the service park and same sort of feel to it all. So that so no, was really cool. And then, But, no, of course... You know, everyone's been talking about Rally New Zealand since it was um, provisionally on the calendar uh, two years ago as well. Everyone's always been amped about it. So, um, yeah, they, they don't get too excited about the plane ride down. They they all seem to talk themselves out of that part of it, but uh, they all know uh, it's all worth the journey because um, they're in for a, a pretty special rally. The one thing we do know, Hayden, is there's a lot of talk about WRC2 because of who's involved. And WRC1, we you know the big boys are, are sort of being sitting at the side at the moment. There's a lot of talk about the locals and like some Harry Bates coming in. So uh, I think you guys could be could be the uh, show stealer is in a funny old way. Now, I was looking at your socials the other day, as I do, and I see there was some more stuff going on with the um, the, Eve, the Kona EV. What's What's the latest on that? Uh, yeah, we've just been out testing all day today, actually. So um, we're, it's been on the back burner, unfortunately, waiting on path, but we finally got those um, before we headed over to Europe. So got the car back under, up and running. Um, we've got another motor on it now. So it's got three motors uh, up to 600 kilowatts, but we're just sort of trying to tune our way through that at the moment because it's not as simple as just flicking the power switch. So um, I think today we were able to get up to about 80% of that. But... Um, you know, despite what what it may sound like from the outside, which is obviously the major the turn off for some people in motorsport, from inside the car today is just phenomenal to drive. Um, you know, through the corners is even better than a world rally car. It's just so planted, so stable, and the car every time we go testing, every time we're doing something with it, we're just getting getting the car to go faster and faster. So um, it's pretty scary to know where the potential is because even right now we have no idea where the limits are, and we're still experimenting and trying to see how much more we can get out of it. Hey, there, there is an answer to the audio issue, right, the sound issue. Now, Murph, can you help me out here? The, the Chrysler, was it Chrysler, have just re- re- released a Challenger or a Charger concept car, and it sounded, it's a fully electric, Hayden. Find, look up concept uh, Challenger, I think it is, Charger, and have a listen to it. You wouldn't know it was electric. It sounds like a big, throbbing V8. Now, if you you can replicate that for your rally car, not the big throbbing V8, but you know, sound like a, a normal rally car. Job done, job done. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I don't know if I can say with suited V8 sound. No, but, I didn't um, say that, yeah. Hayden. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, an interesting one, but anyway, we'll see how that sort of naturally develops. At the end of the day, first and foremost, we want we want to build a fast car, so that's we'll focus on that part first and Mate, and the, the sound of secondary. Mate, that was the biggest shutdown I've ever been treated to. You just put, you just shut me down right there and then. I'm not interested in that question, Stephen. All right, well that's fine, mate. It's always a, it is always a pleasure talking to you. We are genuinely excited having you back in the country. Cannot wait uh, 34 days and counting for Repco Rally New Zealand. So go well, my friend, and uh, and just cross fingers the uh, WRC two charger gets oh charger the car you know your rally charger comes home and all safe in one piece, right? Awesome. Hey, thanks, guys.